American life. <laughs> okay, I've, I've, all, I've only known you as um, Alex's husband. <laughs> and Alex yeah. is you, God's name. So it looks kind of funny in my phone, Alex's husband. When I called you. Yeah, yeah, I know. My name's Corey Hutz. Yeah, so I, I can put your name in there now instead of just calling you the husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, um, how long have you been Catholic? A uh, couple years now. So, yeah. What yeah. were you in? Uh, back in, I want to say, 2019, 2018, when I converted. So, it was a... It was a big, uh, big jump to go from a, a Baptist Christian, you know, being told your whole life that, um, you know, faith alone, faith alone, and, you know, uh, it helped my it helped my wife, you know, to help her to respark her her faith and ask questions, you know. So, how So you're already married. You're already married before you. Were you married when you were, um, you know, started becoming Christian? Becoming yeah, we, so we, we got married. We got civilly married in, uh, about 11 years ago. Oh, okay. So, but we got married to the church uh, just a couple years ago. And one of the biggest blessings in our life, so. Well, can, what brought that on for you to get, did all? Did, was you doing that as, as a part, the process of becoming Catholic? Or, uh, yeah, no. So it started out, you know, rough as anybody else's conversion story. You know, it started out with, you know, uh, not really doing anything right, being told to believe, but yet you're living in the world of the world, and you know, um, you know, about, uh, I got to about my third try of my wife wanting to leave, and you know, God just called me to, you know, open my eyes and. Um, you know, I just changed from there and started uh, asking questions and uh, what, you know, what, what is Catholicism? What is this? And it, uh, it eventually just led me to, to want to be Catholic, you know, just wanting to know the truth, you know. Was, was it because she had, she was uh, Catholic that you went and that started looking at the Catholic Church or? Yeah, no, so she's, she was, yeah, she's, she was born Catholic, and she wanted to get the cat boys, you know, baptized to the church, and I didn't have no problem with it, because I didn't have a consistency in faith myself, so, and, uh, you know, it was, it was, a, it was, it was an amazing choice to make, and, um, you know, our oldest boy's autistic, and, uh, he's real low, but he, he understands, you know, black and white, you know, so he, he, he he's about ten years old, so when he was about seven, he he was asking questions, and so that made me ask questions to be a better father. And what what was he asking? I uh, just asking, you know, asking about God and why we need to go to church, and you know, mm -hmm. it it made me you know start asking myself questions and uh, following certain people that are Catholic, you know. Following Catholic guys that took the answers, and I just uh, eventually just you know changed my heart. 
to come to the realization of the truth, you know, that that's a, that's a faith that God wants me to be in. So. Was there any particular uh, things that, that you struggled with in that process? Uh, I think, yeah, normal was my wife, probably, you know, like the Pope and understanding what the Pope was. But uh, I think the positive one was the Eucharist, you know. No one, you know, I, I didn't even know what that was. I, you know, so the Eucharist was a, was a giant, giant step for me. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was going in there. I wasn't even able to receive and, you know, right before we receive, right before, uh, my roof, but only said the word. Yeah. It hit me, you know. The, that was the big one. You say you was um you were raised Southern Baptist. I was too. We'd have the Lord's Supper every now and then, like. Yeah, it was, it, it, it it didn't you know it, it was just during certain like right. There's no real structure in any kind of Protestant church, so we you know we we didn't really. Get whatever he felt like doing that day. Yeah. So. I was so happy when I get to church and see those tables set up because yeah. I I knew the preacher couldn't preach long that day. Mm -hmm. Short sermon, so I'd get excited. There's just something different as a kid. They passed out these little drink cup holders. Yeah. They already use them to sell shots at a bar. You know, those things where you could have Shots and tequila yeah. shots, yeah. and yeah, that's what we had. A promise, a promise, like a shot tray, and uh, then they would pass this little tray around. You have this little square cracker. Did y'all do that too? Growing up, Baptist. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, uh, Alex, I hate to do this to you. I mean, not Alex, but Corey. It is so garbled, man. I don't know if you're in a, a desert or something, or but you look like in your vehicle, but your side's just yeah, yeah. garbling really bad where you're freezing up. Um, can you hear me okay? No, I hear you fine. Okay. But, uh, Yeah. So I work out, we work out here in the mine. So, but what part of the country are you in? Uh, I'm in uh, north, northeast Arizona, just about three hours south of, or north of Tucson. Yeah. So, it's, you like, were you raised out there? No, I was raised in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I don't know if you know where Sholo, Arizona is. I know where Costa Rock is. Uh, no, it's the White Mountains. This is, uh, kind of like Flagstaff and the pine trees, been, so, yeah. I've been broke down in Flagstaff. Yeah, so it's only about two hours from there, so it's not too far. You ever been to Winslow? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We've grew, I grew up around that area. So. Yeah, I remember I stopped in Winslow, Arizona to get gas. This is back in the 80s. I had my stereo going and the Eagles come on. I think it's the Eagles on the corner. In Winslow, Arizona, you know that song? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. I said, 
I'm in. I am standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. <laughs> so, uh, does your wife make you work out? Uh, no, she's she did it. Uh, she just her thing. So, well, I I rodeoed for about eight years before I became a a dad no, and a husband. Really? So I, yeah, I was a bull rider for a long time. A bull rider? Yeah. So, what? Okay, you said you was. Did something happen? Yeah, I uh, <laughs> got into the church and uh, stopped living for myself and started wanting to live for others. Really? So, yeah. Well, is, that, just... is it the lifestyle in bull riding that? Yeah, just it... the morality of people, and uh, you know, it's a it's it's a rough it's a rough industry, and uh, you know, I just want to do stuff for my kids. I'll, I'll become Catholic and. God will bless me, and I want to go do yeah. more of this. And nope, I want to do everything for my children and neighbors now. So that's wonderful, man. You got to yeah. tell me, like to ride a bull. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a crazy sport. A Alex has been on one. Really? So that's how. Yeah, we we met. That's how we he's met. <laughs> he's kind of like this, though. She's all. I believe yeah, she's she can have. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's I, good. You know, I'm not scared of so, too many things. Yeah, scared of a bull. It's not the it's not the fear. It's the adrenaline that gets people. Like uh, what? Tell me about it. I uh, just like getting on top of one in a really tight shoot. You know, you only got about six inches on each side of your leg to to move. So you you know it's real tight in there before you before they let it out of the chute. So, Does yeah, do just you? feeling, feeling, feeling fifteen hundred pounds sway back and forth is a different kind of feeling. <laughs> they don't want you on their back, do they? It depends. So, are, it depends. They, are they used to this, or are they like virgins, virgin bulls? No, there's a lot of them are used to it. They know what to do. Most of them already know how to go back in the back pen and stuff like that. Well, they're they're yeah, they're, yeah, they're athletes like anybody. Like the men on them, so. Would you? Um, I've got a couple of friends that that do the um, rodeo stuff, but they do they don't ride bulls, <laughs> and they they're freaking wearing helmets now. Yeah. Do you wear a helmet or a cowboy hat or? Uh, I rode I rode now a hat, just a cowboy hat for about uh, three quarters of it, and then I put a helmet on. So I ended up breaking. I broke my face. So you broke face. Yeah, I had a bull step on my face. Where at? Uh right here. Yeah, dew claw got stuck and it stepped right, right on my, right, right on my. Uh, broke my nasal cavity in my eye socket. Oh my! Healed up. No surgery. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did it do anything in here when you got? We call it mule kick. You got uh, bull kick. Yeah. No. It, no, not too bad, but being knocked out does more than that. <laughs> yeah. Did you get slung off and then he pounced on you? What happened? Uh, it was monsoon season and it was muddy. And I, I went to jump off after I rode it. And my hand got stuck in my rope and I got stuck upside down in the mud. And it just came back around too fast and just stepped on my face before I could even get up. So <sighs> just a freak accident. Yeah. Part so, uh, 
Do you know how many times you've been on a on a bull in a rodeo? You know, like a competition. Oh, countless times. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's kind of yeah. like it's in culture and world, from what yeah. I understand. Yeah, like yeah, no. you get obsessed with it, and uh, that's that's all there is. Um, have you ever felt like you're going to be killed on one of those things? Um, yeah, I got my foot my because you wear spurs and they don't roll like regular ones. They only roll about a quarter inch either way, and I got my foot stuck in it. And I got drug underneath it, uh, and I thought you're going to step all over me and. I thought that was going to be the end one time. <laughs> so you, what's that feel like, man? I just can't imagine being trampled on by a bull. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I don't know. I guess a, a fearless, <laughs> it's it's just something different, I guess. It's an adrenaline rush, huh? Yeah, yeah, it really is. So what, what have you done to replace that? The need for uh, speed really just kind of died out, you know, just hunting and fishing and spend time with the kids. I kind of just killed it. It, it, it. it came with a lot of pride and ego and, you know. I can imagine. It, it really does. <laughs> you got so, video? What's that? Do you have any videos of you riding a bull? Uh, Somewhere. I don't know where. I kind of let, that, let it die out. What's that? Uh, what's the age of your kids now? Are they real young? Like uh, I got a nine, a ten year old, a nine year old, and a, a two year old. Okay. So, yeah, I, don't right. I don't want them near it. On <laughs> riding bulls? No, one plays bas- baseball. The other plays wrestle. wrestles and just rather them just do their own own thing. So. Well. Did your dad make you do this, or did you just? Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it happened. I was in that uh, era of like uh, basketball, where it was uh, you remember Steve Nash on the Suns. So I wanted to yeah. be a basketball player in high school, and my dad told me no. And I, so I, my bet one of my my best friend came up to me like, "Hey, we can go get on a bull," <laughs> and that's that's where it went. He was fine with it, so. Wow, man! But, yeah, well, he oh. was a ran- a rancher and stuff, so. He, he he didn't care. <laughs> well, you mentioned um, Phoenix. Do you remember Charles Barkley? Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he's from where I'm at right now, and uh, his mom died a couple of years. But mm. before she passed, I was wanting to go see where he he lived because he come he comes here all the time. Mm. Yeah, you can you can go to the local Sonic. Or to the liquor store. Okay. And you see Charles Barkley. I've seen, I mean, people have seen him. Oh, that's cool. He he randomly comes home. Okay. uh, And and he gets on local talk shows. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that can say just about anything politically incorrect (laughs) with no penalty. Yeah. Him and Kid Rock can say anything. Yeah, that's just that's just who he is, and, and everybody likes him anyhow. Yeah, I just no never heard everybody mad myself, but I was. You ever heard of um? Y'all have a macaroni grill up there, Italian. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I seen him. Uh, I was just paying my bill, and I looked over there at the table by the cash register, and he looks at me, and I look at him, and I went, and he went. <laughs> He's funny, man. He says when he does That's business, cool. real business, they do it at the topless bar. Oh, my God. I'm going to do business with paying attention. Yeah. You're at the top of the bar and you can. Because your mind's elsewhere. But, uh, uh, so I went in the neighborhood, and this neighborhood right down here is all. Uh, it it's kind of segregated down there. You got a, a black neighborhood and a country yeah. white neighborhood. It's segregated. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just that's where they live. And I pulled up, and there's this old black man raking leaves. And here, here's me. I was in my truck. Old redneck pulls up. And he stops. And I said, you know where Charles Barkley's mama lives? Yes, sir. Right there. And he just pointed. Oh, that's cool. Have a, a privacy fence with a big old C, B, you know, like a monogram. Yeah. But uh, I don't know why I got on oh, Phoenix Suns, but he's still he's still very popular here. No, yeah, no, he's a he's a real popular person. Yeah, let me ask you something. Uh, you ever seen any rattlesnakes? Like when you're mowing your grass, and you ever see anything? Every time I go out deer hunting, I run into one. Really? Every single time, rattlesnakes. Every. What do you? What do you do when you run across them? Will they mess with you if you don't mess with them? No, I've never had one come at me if you don't don't even threaten it. So, you know they. You, say, you know what shed hunting is? What? You know what uh, shed hunting is? Looking for deer sheds or elk sheds? I, I've heard. Is it like a shooting house? A shoot house? No, no, where you find the antlers of an elk or a deer yeah, yeah. when they fall off. Yeah. So we go a certain time of year. So I ran into about 30 of them one time with a friend when they were waking up. Yeah. Yeah, they were waking up on a hillside. And that was probably the scariest thing ever. How close were you to? Oh, I was five, three feet. Because they were, it was just between winter and spring. So they were waking up. So it was, it was probably the scariest thing. So. I bet. It's not bad seeing one. <laughs> you, you know that football stadium in Phoenix, what's it, what's it called? Oh, oh the, Card the Cardinal Stadium? I can't remember what they yeah. call it. Well, you know, Auburn college football team here, they played for the national championship against yeah. Oregon in that stadium. Right. They say that that parking lot where you park to, you know, go to – they said they had snakes all in it. Yeah, there's a lot of around the parking lot. So, yeah, I told you I've been to Costa Grande. So I got a friend that lives in Costa Grande, and he's a witch. Okay. He's a witch. He may watch this. Hmm. He's a practicing witch, and hmm. um, I got sent to investigate him once. You know, like a private eye. Yeah, this lady. Was interested. This lady met him on Facebook, and I guess they started chatting. And uh, she was interested in him, but he's kind of weird looking, you know, kind of golf. You know, 
has okay. views of teardrops and you know skull and you know just like a devil worshiper, you know. So, but yeah, she was talking to him, and she flew she she flew me out there to spend the weekend with him, and I landed in Phoenix. It was so hot, and they gave me a some bottled water when I got there, the airport, here, <laughs> and uh, so I had to drive from Phoenix down to Casa Grande, and the house he lives in is the last house in town, and when I say that, I mean, you stand on his front porch, and there's nothing, there's nothing as far as your eyes can see, it. <laughs> just desert, <laughs> and I said, man, have you ever seen a rattlesnake here? He said, I've never seen a snake in my life. A snake. He said, we had one little white snake that I don't even know what it was on the porch about 20 years ago. Huh. But uh, so he he uh, he bought me a bottle of tequila. And uh, I went out in the desert one night, just walked, kept walking with that bottle of tequila and the just yeah. Course, man, it was just incredible to all. Uh, I mean, it's just like looking at a different land. I mean, back here, you can't hear it, you can't even see the stores because of the yeah. hills and pollution, but out there, you can see them all. And uh, I, I love the dead. I'm, no, I'm the in the house. Yeah, no, it's it's beautiful up here. So, we, yeah, we we live on the elevation between like, uh, it's usually in the 80s most of the time. Like it most of the year it stays around the 80s, so it's not too bad. So, so it's that, not that lowered it's not as hot as Phoenix or that stuff. So it's you real don't nice have here. Steam coming up off your <laughs> head and shoulders. No, no, it's pretty decent here. So okay. do you have scorpions? Oh, like crazy. I almost stepped on one last night. The wife saw it. <laughs> do they get in your house? Yeah, did you know uh, this part of the state of Arizona is the worst population for scorpions, for bark scorpions? Really? I did not know that. Yeah, they're all over. So. Have you ever been stung by one? No, I haven't. <laughs> we have just... We've got rattlesnakes, mm -hmm. and, but um, I haven't seen a scorpion in a long time. Don't they kind of start sticking their tail up when they're mad? Yeah, yeah, they start rattling their tail. Yeah, they don't kill you, though. Oh, are you talking about the scorpions? Yeah. Yeah, no, they say they're poisonous, but Alex got stung a couple weeks back, and uh, she was fine. Her foot was numb for, like, maybe a couple hours, and then she was good. Like a bee sting? So, um, no, a little worse than that. So, yeah. But not too bad. You got coyotes out there? Oh, yeah, like crazy. Shoot, we got wolves now. Do you? Yeah, they introduced them wolves, so. Well, they're just bringing them for the habitat from somewhere else? Yeah, yeah, they, they reintroduced the Mexican gray wolf, so they're pretty popular now here. Mexican gray wolf? Mm-hmm. They're smaller. They're almost the size of a coyote. A coyote? Is that how you say it? Coyote? Yeah. Okay, let me, I got to ask you a question. And you're gonna think I'm crazy, but you believe in Bigfoot. 
Hey, man, I've been on the reservation and I've seen some crazy stuff, so I ain't saying no to that. Well, can you, can you tell me something crazy you've seen on the reservation? I like them skinwalker things, so. Seen them? Uh, yeah, yeah, them, them things are, they're real. <laughs> okay. Tell me about a skinwalker. Just crossing the road, you know, you don't, you don't ever stop. <laughs> what, what happened? I had just seen it off on the side of the road. Just it was looked like a hairless dog, and I was just like, "Nope." A heard stories. Yeah, I, I, when I was riding on the red, because I'd ride, I'd rodeo on the reservation and everything, and friends would just tell me not to not to stop on the res, keep going till you get back, <laughs> get back to Forest Service land, or so. Uh, are you are you Native American? Yeah. Um, so. Have you ever seen what they call a shadow man? Yeah, my um, I, I just I'm just asking randomly because I know some people out in Arizona. They're all into that stuff, you know, really big. In it. And the last time I was there, um, not when I went to Casa Grande. You know where the Virgin River is? Little Virgin River. But it's just, it's up there in the corner of Arizona. And it's just absolutely desolate, man. Like like you're in hell. And uh, it's not too, not too far from Las Vegas. But I just can't imagine things you must see out there at night. Yeah, it's... Alabama. Yeah, but I'm in the city. I'm in the city, but uh, we, we've got something they call the, um, what do they call him? White something. Like a Bigfoot, and he's white. And I'll uh, get the name for him, but I've never seen him. And uh, my oldest son has seen a cat man before. Well, Corey, man, I've lost you, brother. Can you hear me? Oh, you are? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, it's all garbled out. Well, look, man, I thank you for coming on the live stream. And I'll talk. Oh, you're to, welcome. Talk your wife into coming. I want to hear her story. But I'm yeah, glad. Yeah, no, she's got, a, she's, got a, she's got a good story. Uh, you know, I just... Uh, I hope people just, you know, think about it. Look for the truth, you know. Ask questions. Where'd that Bible come from? Where's your faith start, you know? Can't yeah. start by a man. It has to start by Christ. Is that your line of, of uh, entry there? Your point of attack? Yeah, you know, I, I take, I've been, uh, the last couple of weeks, I've been taking a couple Mormon missionaries to, to church with me. You know, at my goal, my goal is to convert one. But <laughs> You're the second person that said that. You know, they, they would you make a deal with them? Uh, no, just you know, just being loving, you know, being nice, you know, just being a being respectful to them because you know they're 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 kids, most of them are kids, you know, so they just they're looking for someone to talk to. So, are they missionary guys, yeah, they most of them come right out of high school, you know, and they have to do a four years before they go to college, and so they're they're just they're kids mm -hmm. and they have no idea what they're what they're teaching or most of the time. So 
You know, they just, they want someone to talk to. Well, what did they say when you asked them, do you know where your Bible, where that Bible come from? How'd you say yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I just ask them, you know, just, you know, you say they got, you know, they got their Joseph Smith or whatever in their Book of Mormon. But, you know, I always tell them, just do your own research, ask questions. You know, if you, you know, if you truly believe in, you know, Christ, he'll, he'll reveal anything to you. You know. What? Are they still working on you? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, they can't. They can't. They can't phase me because I got them going by themselves all the now. So. They they show up at the church by themselves, so really, yeah, so yeah. It's a, That's why I tell people you never know. You know, people say I don't want to share. I ain't got nothing to say. Nobody wants to hear me. I'm boring. I'm boring, Cabot. That's not yeah. true. Because everybody, mm-hmm. I mean, people's going to watch you today randomly. That there's going to be people watching you ten years from now. Yeah, and. Just that little question you said, where that Bible, where'd you get that Bible? People, yeah. people can't answer it. No, they can't. You know, and the other thing they can't answer is Mary. You know, I, I just finished the consecration myself because I had questions about it. And, uh, you know, I, I always recommend people get consecrated to Mary and, uh, you know, to, to, uh, and, uh, you know, do, you know, do those things, you know, do the, do everything you can. We have so many. We have so many tools in the Catholic faith, the Rosary. You know, use them. <laughs> what do people? Do people ever ask you why? Why you pray to a dead woman? You ever heard that now, one? I, I had one neighbor do it, but you know, it, I've done. I I'm not scared to look into all Christian re- religions because you know, it just, all it does is strengthen my Catholic faith. Is all it really does. So, yeah, yeah. no, it's it's never a battle. So and I don't even fight with no one, you know. Yeah. It's not worth it's not worth it no more, you know. If they want to learn, they'll 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 ask questions, you know. Do people just uh, randomly want to fight with you, or is it just in conversation? Or I don't know. It's just in conversation most of the time. But you know, we we put ourselves in situations where we're more around Catholic people, and you know, some of their friends are aren't Catholic, and they're asking questions. So you know, we. We're, we're working on our neighbors, you know, to, to see, you know, where we can get them. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And that's then, really, yeah. I can't wait to, to talk to you and find out how many Mormons you got. <laughs> yeah. Matt, what's your favorite thing about being Catholic? I just going to Mass, being with Christ, you know. It's every every Mass I can go to, adoration, you know, everything yep. I can get get my hands on, so. You just said going to mass and being with Christ. Yeah. Okay. So, what exactly does that mean? I'm going to mass to be with Christ. Uh, Christ, he's you know he's in the tabernacle. He's he's present. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he gave us his body and blood to to receive. You know, he didn't give us words just to to listen to. He gave a, he physically gave us him to to help our soul and. To, to help us grow and get closer to him. So, so you said he's he's up there in that tabernacle. Yeah, it's kind of like a the holy of holies in the Old Testament. Yes, sir. That's what it is. It's just a getting near it. unveiling of all of it. So yeah, I won't get near it. Yeah, more away from that tabernacle as possible without yeah. being 
Because I'm, um, you know, you remember in the Old Testament when them guys, when God said, "Don't, don't touch this box unless you're a priest." Are you talking about the? Are you talking about the? Um, yeah. The ark. Yeah. It, and had, then it tipped over, and then one of the one of the guys touched it and he died. Yeah. And do you think he died out of God's judgment and wrath, or do you think the power of God was so strong his body couldn't handle it? His body couldn't handle it. It had nothing to do with God's wrath. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I believe. I believe it's just certain men are. Uh, you know, there's a certain authority in our, in the Catholic faith that God gives to, you know, the holy holy men and holy orders that we can't have as regular lay people. You know. In the tabernacle, you said that uh, Jesus is in a tabernacle. Yeah. Um. So you're talking about the Eucharist, yeah. mm -hmm. and you can, you in your belief in in your um, you believe that piece of bread is God. Yes, sir. Yes, with my whole Literally, heart. After the priest does the thing, you believe that that host, that piece of thin piece of bread, is the living God. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's the thing about being Catholic, man. Is yeah. all. That's and if, uh, if people thing. have, you know, and if people have questions about it, just look at, look up any Eucharistic miracle and tell me, you know, that uh, you know they ain't never seen people healed. You know, look at all the, all the Eucharistic miracles in Africa with the one woman with fat. You know, there's so many people that have just lived off it. You know during the decades of it, of our Catholic faith that have just lived off the Eucharist. So, you know, look up saints, look at the path they walked with Christ and how, how reverent they are with the Eucharist. It's just, there's so much beauty in it. It never stops and you'll never quit learning. Well, who's your saint? Uh, my saint? No, I got too many. <laughs> have you ever... like, say, uh, I'd say St. Padre Pio. Padre yeah. Pio. I'm a Padre Pio guy. Have you seen that movie yet? Oh, uh, no. No, I want to. I, we haven't had a chance. So he's one of my favorite actors, too. So. Yeah. I, I mean, how do you... Is that movie on Hulu or Netflix or something? I'm not I'm not sure, but he, he converted, too. I don't know if you know that, the guy that acted. You know why he said he converted? I can't remember. He said they weren't trying to sell me anything. No, no. He's just with friars and monks and just, you know, he just... They loved him. Well, and after all his wrongs. He said going to the mass, it mm -hmm. wasn't about us. They were all focused for. And he said yeah. every church he had been to before, they were selling him something. Yeah. No, he uh he uh he I re I, I resonate with him because I kinda had his past life, you know, being wild and um, you know, so I, I resonated with how he, how the path he went down to, uh, you know, and coming back, you know, and finding, finding strength in Christ and the church really, really resonated with me. So just, uh, well, I, I had never, I didn't know who the dude was until I started seeing his face everywhere that he became Catholic. Okay. Yeah. He's a, he's the main actor for, uh, like transformers and stuff. So, Oh, really? Yeah, he played on Transformers, and so he, he did all those. Man, uh, 
He's one of the he's one of them big child actors that did on Nickelodeon and worked his way up, kind of. Really, I didn't know that. Y'all like talking to you guys because y'all know so much that I don't know. <laughs> when you said Arizona, I about hit in and just start asking you all about Arizona because uh, I'm kind of weird out here. Uh, people don't like the death. Oh you know, yeah. There's only three pe- three kinds of people that are in the desert. What's that? Uh, convicts on the run. <laughs> insane, mentally ill people. And religious zealots. <laughs> religious zealots. This, this is a retirement place. Prophets, penitentiary escapees, and, you know, just people that... You know, weirdos, man. Just weird people. <laughs> There's some weird people out here. Yeah, I like it though, man. I don't know why I'm thinking about building a house out there. Um, not my everyday house, but building a house out there just to go chill out, you know? Yeah. Look at the stars. But I I'd be afraid out there. I'd be afraid the cartel would come and uh too north it's too north for him. It's too open. It's too north. Too, it's not that close to the border. Okay. So go We're north. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. How far? Flagstaff. What's that? How far are you from Flagstaff? I'm probably four hours. Oh, okay. I'm on the other side. Yeah, it's on the other side. So. Well, you know when when you look at a map of Arizona. Mm-hmm. And, oh, this place is right next to this place. Let's mm-hmm. go. And then you find out six hours away because <laughs> I got lost there once and uh, out, out there once. And what I thought was this far on the map was like, yeah. all day. yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Well, I'm glad I met you and all. Yeah, same to you, John. I like so. what you said about, you know, about the Eucharist. I, I really do. I, I like that. And that's also my, I think my favorite thing is. Because the first time I ever went, my wife had been out of church. Okay. I didn't know why everybody was kneeling. Oh. <laughs> I said, what are they kneeling for? They didn't know. Why do you call him father? I don't know. Well, I, start, hey. I, I started in the back of the church, and now I sit all the way up front. Yeah, I, I know. Man. Fir- first pew. <laughs> Same way. I'm the same way. Well, now we got grandkids, so I, you know, they're mm-hmm. kind of up So we go sit in the back. But uh, I tell everybody that comes on, I love you, man. I know you, that's just, I'm just saying that I love you. But I do. Oh, I love you too, you know. Uh, and I, we'll be praying for you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Praying for you and Alex and all, and your family. And man, just, God's got you on a good path, man. Yeah, you too. Yeah, you got you got a good thing going. So I'll get her on here for you. You can right, talk man. to her. Stay off the- I, I call her. I, I don't call her a theologian. I call her a sheologian because she she's smart. She you got to get her on here. <laughs> hey, get on. Just get her on, okay? Yes, sir. Okay, All right, John. God bless. Thank you. All righty. Thanks.